0: Hello! Welcome back to Courtney Watches Movies, the podcast in which I, the titular Courtney, review, analyze, and most likely overthink movies and the filmmakers who bring them to life. I'm glad you're here. How are you today? I hope you're doing phenomenally, phenomenally, sensationally, beyond all explanationally I don't know if that last one's a word but it's how I feel today we're talking about see how they run this is a new Who It, directed by Mr. Tom George which I'm sorry to say I'm not familiar with his earlier work I I'm sorry <laughs> but I'll be checking I'll be checking out anything he did and whatever he does in the future so the official IMDb synopsis says, In the west end of 1950s London, plans for a movie version of a smash hit play come to an abrupt halt after a pivotal member of the crew is murdered. Murdered. So we haven't been chatting on this podcast long enough for you to know. I love Who it's. I love Mysteries. It's always been my favorite kind of book to read. I used to read those whodunits when I was a little kid, where, kind of like Encyclopedia Brown, where you read the the mystery and then the solution is in the back of the book. I read those like it was going out of style, so I'm kind of predisposed to enjoy this kind of thing. It's one of my favorite genres, and I could not be more grateful to Knives Out for kind of kicking off that sort of movie becoming popular again. I'm very happy about it. Anyway, the cast includes Sam Rockwell, Sarsha Ronan, Ruth Wilson. I'm trying to think. Oh, Adrian Brody. Lots of cool people. Oh, and Harris Dickinson. So this is a new guy that I'm really enjoying. I'm just really, I've really liked him in things. So it's the... He played the son in The King's Man, and then the Creeper, in Where the Crawdads Sing. And I just really like him. I he's very young, I think. So I look forward to watching his career and what he gets up to in the coming years. I'm just I really like him. So this focuses on the stage production of The Mousetrap, which is a very famous Agatha Christie play, and it's famous in the sense that I believe it is still to this day running, so it's been decades upon decades upon decades of this play. I'm sure they took had to take a break for COVID, but it's a very long-running play, and it's also notable because it wasn't a book, so Agatha Christie primarily wrote books, but she did write this play, and Sam Rockwell and Sersha Ronan are two police officers who are assigned to the case of a real life murder that has taken place on the set of this murder mystery play very simply put now right off the bat the murder mystery is not really the point of the movie because i i just don't i think it's more about the comedy it's very meta it's very self-aware very winking at the camera you know, like, yeah, you're watching a whodunit, (laughs) you know, kind of, it's just, we'll we'll go with self-aware, but as the story unfolds, you realize that the murder victim, he kind of has an embarrassment of riches in terms of suspects, because there's a lot of people who don't like him, and would benefit from his death, which is what you need for a classic mystery, right? It's like too many people hate this person. It's it could have been anybody. And we definitely have that it's a very very classic scenario for a murder. And I don't think it's a spoiler to say that even Sam Rockwell's character, the police officer, has could be interpreted as having a motive so sarsha ronin is a is a new cop she's about to take her exams to become i believe a sergeant so she has she is young and hungry very very motivated to succeed at scotland yard and sam rockwell is the more grizzled haggard Police officer who's kind of been put through the ringer. He doesn't have the energy anymore, and they're paired together. So they have that classic warring dynamic. She's so eager, and he is so over it. Possibly has a substance abuse issue. You know what I mean? (laughs) That kind of that kind of thing. And it all winds down into a very I iconic Agatha Christie, all of the possible suspects are gathered in a remote location for the murderer to be revealed. That's such a classic Agatha Christie moment. And it's great fun. I liked it. Okay, we'll start with as always. We'll start with what I didn't like to get that out of the way, right? So, as I said, it is very meta, it's very self-aware, and I do see how people enjoy that on a humor level. It's, it, it, there is some, some humor to actors almost looking at the camera. They didn't literally, but... I'm talking about metaphorically and in feeling, looking at the camera and winking and going, that was a classic murder trope. (laughs) That was a whodunit trope. Can't you tell? And I'm all right with that, but I don't, maybe you feel differently. I enjoy and I have a desire to see more sincere films. So. The meta thing can be funny. This self aware thing can be funny. But I would also enjoy seeing a movie that just is what it is. I am a little bit weary of all of these films that sort of insist upon themselves, for lack of a better term. And that's kind of what this is. But. I I liked it more than I didn't like it. I just, that's something worth considering. If you're drawn to sincerity and things that feel like they were made with a lot of heart, I don't know that this is for you. Just, I think it's fine as long as you go in expecting that sense of, I, I can only describe it as winking. Winking at the camera. But that being said, I liked a lot more of it than I didn't like. I do want to make that very clear. Right off the bat, now obviously you can tell I'm not British, newsflash, right? We're all shocked by this. But that being said, I think Sam Rockwell did such a good job. I think his accent was really good, and I could be wrong. And I'm willing to be wrong if British people disagree, but I feel like he nailed it. It was so natural, and I really I think Sam Rockwell is super talented, one of the cooler sort of character actor type guys we got working, and he he is an American, and I feel like he did a really good job of pulling off the kind of grizzled British cop thing, Sergeant Ronan did a good job she's doing her very Saoirse Ronan thing you know uh but she's she's talented at what she does you feel you feel for her definitely for her scenario she's in because you have to remember this is right after not right after but not too long after the end of world war ii so a lot of women were widowed or maybe their fathers had died. You know, like a lot of women were on their own at this time, especially um, English women, because obviously World War II really decimated Europe. So it's just a different, it's a different time, and you do feel compelled for her and and her her situation she's in in life, and you understand why she's so driven to be the best cop, and that part's really believable. Adrian Brody, uh, he he does a really good job. He has a he's the narrator, which I think is great because he's got one of those classic voices. I don't I would listen to him read a grocery list, you know. I think that was a really smart choice to make him the narrator. I, I I really liked I think all the cast did a really good job with their roles. I really do. I, I think it's a fun ensemble movie with really good character work from Rockwell and Ronan. Oh, I didn't even mean to make that sound like a a duo. It's just the alliteration, right? Rockwell and Ronan. <laughs> Sounds like a law firm or something. Uh but on that level, I really liked it. I thought the writing was really tight. I, it was I got a, it got a lot of laughs from my crowd. I actually, most movies I see alone, but this one I saw with several friends and my mother, and we all laughed. Pretty much everybody enjoyed it. And I found that to be a really interesting experience because I saw it with people who have pretty wildly differing views on, on, on film. So that was actually really interesting. I enjoyed seeing it with with people who feel so differently about different kinds of movies. Um, The the sets were really pretty. It was just very... I feel like it was a high production value. I don't know. This is a fun one. Honestly. But again. I would like to dare (laughs) some filmmaker out there to just... Make a straightforward, sincere, who-done-it mystery. Just do it. You don't have to be ironic. You don't have to be detached. Just say it with your chest. You know what I mean? It's almost like people are afraid or something to be real and be forward and be honest. And I, I, I'm, I would be really interested in. Something more, yeah, more honest. I'm going to go with the word honest. And again, I'm not, I liked the movie. I do like it. I would watch it again. My friend was like, I'm buying that on Blu-ray. I am buying it when it comes out. So it was a really big hit. I don't dislike it. I think I'm going to give it a, we're going to go with an 8 out of 10. Yep. I'm going to give it an 8 out of 10. I did like it. I I think it's a crowd pleaser. I think a lot of people would enjoy it. And I also want to say, while I have your attention about this topic, Agatha Christie is so famous because she deserves it. And if you like this structure, a a lot of people are very familiar with And Then There Were None and Death on the Nile. And not just because they've been adapted most recently by Kenneth Branagh and his Poirot, I'm gonna like butcher that, Poirot movies, but because they're adapted a lot. That's a very famous character and the stories are very, I mean, not, and Murder on the Orange Express and Death on the Nile, but then, and Then There Were None is pretty famous too. But I want to say, if you like this mystery thing, try to read the Murder of Roger Ackroyd. It's an amazing Agatha Christie book. If you're interested in reading it all, try that one out. Let me know what you think. But yeah, as I said, 8 out of 10. I really liked it. Sam Rockwell, I think, can play any role. What a legend. I'm really curious to see where Harris Dickinson goes next. I'm looking forward. I'm loving this trajectory he's on, so I'm looking forward to this. Anyway, I think that's all I've got about See How They Run. It's in theaters now. It's really good. I think anybody would like it. You're going to enjoy yourself. You're going to have a good time at the movies. And let me see. Oh, Order of Business. I am reading The Wrong Family by Taryn Fisher. And today's jam has been, weirdly, You'll Be Back from Hamilton, sung by King George III. And that's all I got. I hope you have a marvelous day. Uh, Thanks for hanging out with me. And let me see, we're gonna do another round of soundboard roulette. So we'll see what the sound is. One sec. Okay, that is sending me, you guys. I did not expect that to be that long. I am so sorry. If you're still on, thanks for listening. I will see you at the movies. Bye.